Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Today, we continue our journey through film, comic book movie edition. And this week brought us to 1984's Supergirl. Uh, tell me, was this a first viewing for you? Yes, completely uh, new to this. I as well. Uh, never, never had I laid eyes upon this film. And this is the first movie where I can say that 100%. You know, it had been a really long time since I'd seen Superman mm. 3. But I hadn't really watched it. So it was basically a first watch. This is truly a first watch for me. I'd uh, I'd never, ever seen Supergirl from mm. 1984. Let me lay the groundwork for the folks. Supergirl was released on uh, November 21st, 1984. It was written by David O'Dell. And it was directed by Jeanne Swark. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and uh, if you are familiar with the name, you might know him from uh, Jaws 2. He directed. He's directed 15 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Um, he's uh, he's directed a few episodes of Supernatural. Uh, directed some Smallville back in the day. Uh, so there's a lot of ties that bind. And uh, another tie between Smallville and Supergirl hmm. here is that Helen Slater... Uh, is also in uh oh maybe she's not in small smallville or yeah she is she's Laura L she plays uh, uh her mom wow in smallville they really have a lot of tie in there and then in the CW show Supergirl much better Supergirl property i would say i love the show Supergirl she plays Eliza Danvers Supergirl's adopted mother hmm. so uh I love I love the connectivity within the DC Superman universe. You know, we had a few of those the last couple weeks with them showing up in Smallville later and stuff. And this one, Helen Slater's impact on Supergirl is recognized in many ways throughout later DC property because, uh, I mean, if we're being 100% honest, she might be the only redeeming element of this movie. I think that the actress for Supergirl, Helen Slater, was solid in comparison to what the rest of the movie had to work with. Yeah. You're speechless, huh? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think of one character. I mean, okay, yeah, who was yeah, I mean, Lucy? Like uh, oh, her friend, her friend like, Lucy was yeah. was okay. Um and, and the whoever the photographer a... was there. Yeah, we we got not... Jimmy Olsen back, Mark McClure. Uh uh Jimmy Olsen back yeah. in the mix. That's a that's the little tie. Maybe the them tie between Could you know be, this yeah. was the first attempt at the at the cinematic universe. At DC yeah, before oh, as this dude, true. This it, it was such a weird dynamic. It was like um, the exact copies of everyone. Like you had the like I, Lucy is 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 like just the perfect copy of of uh, Lois. And you have yeah. Supergirl, the obvious copy of Superman. You yeah. have literally Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen's um, still around. Uh, like, I don't know. And like, I, I guess what, what, why really... was it? Why was it bad? Like, why was it like supposed to be? No, no, no. You can't. People can't know that I'm here. You know how she had to like make everyone blind whenever she was flying around. You know, like why is it? Is it just because like? If she did exist, she would obviously be there during the movie. So it's like, no, like I, I'm going back to 
I think that's part of it. I would also wager the bet that, you know, Supergirl automatically, I think, creates a more obvious tie to with Superman and Clark Kent because she shows up and as Linda Lee, Mm. she's I'm Clark Kent's cousin. And as Supergirl, she is Superman's cousin. Uh, I don't know that that like I I couldn't really tell. There's a lot of things in this movie I can tell you I don't really know about um because it is oh wait amongst the uh let's let's not mince words worst comic book movies I think I've ever watched. Um, is she even Clark's cousin? Like Superman's cousin? Is she like? Yeah, no, she, yeah, Zorro. She is, like, like yeah, okay, okay, movie. okay, wait a minute. I, 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 is, she is yeah. his cousin. Okay. Uh, like that, that was not a lie. Right. But, uh, okay. Is, no, okay. and that's what's interesting about this movie, you know, uh, this movie is not incredibly comics based. So, uh, I didn't have a lot of influences to send you. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I pulled up with Superman number 123 because that is Supergirl's first appearance. And in that appearance, (laughs) she's not even conceptualized as Superman's cousin. She is wished into existence by Jimmy Olsen because Jimmy Olsen is that big of a fucking simp. Not for Supergirl, but so that Superman can have a companion. He gets a genie. He gets a genie and one is first wish is that Superman could have a lady companion who could help him out. I'm sorry. What a dick rider. Damn, that is that's to a whole new level. Your first wish. Like I guess he kind of played it off as like, "Oh, I know this isn't going to come true, but ha, you know, like I'll just wish for no." Or wait, or you know, cause he was later on the office, he was like, "Oh, and obviously it didn't come true, whatever." And then they're like, and he's like, "No, look out the window. It's Supergirl." And like, yeah. "Oh my god." Um Oh yeah, well that is so. Have your and that first was essentially, wish. That was essentially it, you know. And there, there were comics that establish uh, Kara as uh, Kal El's cousin. You know, like that's not. It wasn't some new thing this movie mm. put forth. There are there are comic books that do state that. But as far as the characters in this movie, Zalthar, a comic, a movie original character, uh, the Omega Hedron, a movie original oh. entity. Uh, I will say, uh, Argon City is something that uh, is relevant in the comics. But what's interesting about this Argon City is that uh, it is an inner space. Inner space. Uh, inner space, not outer space. Because whenever you know, uh, you know, have you not studied? Oh. Sixth, have you not studied sixth right. dimensional geometry? Earth exists in outer space. We exist in inner space. Uh, whenever she flies through everything, she just comes out of the water on Earth. Um, she just shows up as though she was inside of Earth. Wow. That's like incredible. On some, on some microverse shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, She was in the quantum realm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, they they knew they knew back then they just couldn't get that technical with it. You know, that's that's what they were going for. It's it, they just couldn't get that complicated yet. But I see what this movie was going for. Um, yes, and Argon City is an is is a entity that existed. You know, it's uh it's a it's uh, it's on the planet Krypton, and uh, it's interesting that they took such a a drastic change to the what Argon City is uh, in the comics. It's built as a protective dome. They built a protective dome around Argon City, and it kind of shields it from the cataclysm that that incurs. But uh, here, it just exists in inner space. Um, what a and, weird thing to say! Yeah, inner right? space. Like, well, they were yeah. like, "Well, what's the opposite of outer space, man?" inner space dude um like that's like that's like as far as the thought process went there um but i i will say 
I had fun with this movie. I, I did have a really fun time watching it. You know, it's 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 one of the first true examples of a movie that I did enjoy watching that is absolutely garbage. That like I cannot I cannot confidently tell you that like I was trying so hard yeah. to be like to be like, okay, will this I wanted it so badly to be better than Superman three. That was something I wanted for this movie. That was something I was trying to project onto it the entire time I was watching it. And I, for the life of me, could not bring myself to that conclusion. And Superman 3 was bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was trying. I, I was really trying to like it. Um, or not like it. I mean, it was fun in some aspects. I, like, I, I literally, with it. I, like, it caused me to actually go, like, what the fuck? Or like, fuck! Yeah. Like, just like, it jump in, in sheer surprise. Like, whenever, um, the town was on fire and she needed to put the fire out, she flew through the water tower to get it. Like, I thought she was gonna pick it up or like, but like, she couldn't be seen. So like, it just wasn't hitting me. But when she flew through it, I, it was the last possibility that I thought in my mind. And it just shocked. Like, there were moments just like that. I can't, like, um, the, just how how things worked like uh oh power of the shadow do this just because yeah. you know oh like my it just god it's dude just magic. And that's what really um, anchors this movie as being terrible is uh the ending is a special type of bad like I can't up believe. to that point, if they do something different with that ending, they do have a chance to make a movie that is enjoyable, and at least it had a decent ending. You know, this uh, this is a movie that was like, ah, I was fun for a little bit, and then it was just like, what the fuck? Um, because like, I mean, usually you can anchor it with some sort of love story, but this love story was so bad. It was yeah. like. Oh, I'm under a spell to love you, and then Supergirl is. And that's the thing is that like she is playing a character that is so ignorant to Earth that like she's just playing the dumb blonde stereotype, but like through an alien. So it's like it's obvious yeah. that they're like using the excuse of her being an alien to make her seem like a dumb blonde. And like, and I will say this movie does make some. Uh take some leaps that feel not progressive for the time co commonsensical but like uh like i don't know we haven't gotten a we haven't gotten a moment like this in a movie yet like when she arrives on earth and she she sets she sets feet down and she's like where am i and those two dudes are like oh mm. what do you know where are we lover's lane isn't it and like they're very clearly trying to sexually assault this woman uh and True. being ignorant, dumbass men, even after she displays superpowers, they continue to attempt <laughs> to make this happen. Um, yeah, I was like, oh my god. Like, frankly, that probably is my, it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, just because she absolutely beats their ass. But uh, it, it was at that point that I was like, Oh, maybe, uh, maybe this is going to take some swings that I really appreciate. Some, some things that have aged quite well. But then you introduce a character like Selena, who exists solely to, you know, she tries to cast a spell to make a man fall in love with him or fall in love with her. The man falls in love with Linda Lee, aka Supergirl. And well, now my entire mission is to tear this woman down. I can't, I can't have that, you know? I'm going to take over the world while I'm at it, but I must take down this woman. Uh, and the fact that she was so hooked on Ethan. She yeah, had what? the ultimate power that anyone could ask for. And she's like, no, and I need this dude? one man. I need this one Tom Cruise looking. I guess with Tom Cruise at this time, he is old, but is he this old to be? No. Uh, he wouldn't be a... Uh... I mean, he'd be a young, he'd be a youngin because he was in Outsiders around this time. Uh, let's check, let's check it out. Tom Cruise. I'm interested now. Yeah. Tom, like, uh, is, Top Gun came out in 86. Shit, dude. This is just off brand Tom Cruise. Yeah. The Outsiders was in 83. Risky no. Business was in 83. Yeah. All the Right Moves was in 83. And he was playing a young guy. You know, he's playing a, he's, he, so he, 
he's he's oh, a much okay. younger dude at this time, but uh, mm. <laughs> nevertheless, and like I think Tom Cruise is generous uh for for this guy. Um, the fact that this was the dude that she was like, well, I'm just gonna take over the world for this man. Um, predicated on nothing other than the idea that perhaps she'd enjoy having sex with him. Um, yeah, and, and, then, uh, and then was hooked on that. You like saw that she could literally do anything that she wanted, basically, you know? I mean, I don't know. Did she really know what she was capable of? Or did she just kind of, well... I want this to happen, and I screamed very loudly, and it happened, and then I just kept talking to it, and then it worked, you know, like, sort of. I think she lucks into it a couple times, <laughs> but, by, but by the end of the movie, she should... Oh, yeah, she... She should fully know what she's capable of uh, because of the Omegahedron, and I also love the Omegahedron, man. The fact that the, the cameras are always angled perfectly so that they're all able to clearly put a stick between their two middle fingers and then hold it up like this mm-hmm. might be my favorite practical prop in the history of God, um, I love it. movies. God, that I love shit it. was so fucking funny because they would always like angle towards the camera so that it wouldn't show that. And I mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. Um, and putting it in a lead case, of course, uh, of course. And it just, grows too it's just growing into this well, with tits too there are tits everywhere tits in her layer everywhere. like uh yeah tits well, everywhere and how layer. about the fact that the omegahedron itself that's not growing at all <laughs> you're right it's just the lead case it's in that continues to grow um it's stuck i really thought that they weren't going to be able to get it out I'm like, no way, this is actually a a plot of the movie. Like, that it got stuck underneath. Like, what what are they going to do? This, But you bring up a good point here, because there are a few times in this movie where they just let gags that aren't gags, not intended to be gags, play out for a while. Yeah. Uh, It just keeps going. Like, I tell you, when that fucking... I don't know, a bulldozer was chasing <laughs> after that dude. I was like, this scene could have been done four and a half minutes ago. Yeah. Like, oh, we just and, kept going with it. And the horror sequence of him going through the the house or whatever, mall, whatever you want to call it, and him, like, being all woozy and, like, getting scared, like, in the music being so, like, just ear rapey, and I'm just sitting through it, like, oh, my God, get this over with. Like, yeah, it was... Yeah, so, that's the thing, is that there are uh, there are some highs, there are more lows. Um, yeah. All in all, it's, a, it's an interesting movie. Man, I just, I don't... What a villain. And what... What was the... Was that Satan? What was that at the end? Yeah, you know? that's, that's another thing that helps this movie in being just a... Alright, yeah, y'all really just said fuck it for that, huh? Um, cause, Like... Because there are, there are a couple... There are a couple parts of this movie that are solid. You know, like the Argon City stuff early on. I mean, like, it was... It was written the way it was written, and it was very expositiony, trying to explain everything very mm. quickly, very succinctly. We got twenty minutes here. Let's get to the point of the movie. Uh, I loved the way the design was laid out. I loved that set for Argon City. I thought that looked great. Um, I liked. I liked. I actually kind of liked Zoltar's character. You know, Zoltar I thought he was cool. I, you know, I liked the cool. character. The actor didn't have a lot to work with, even though he's an incredibly talented actor. It was just that, like, he, he didn't have shit to go on. Uh, Peter O'Toole, very, very talented man. Fuck but, it. Uh, He's my favorite character. Yeah, um, you going Zoltar? It, yeah, you gave it to Supergirl, and it's like, it's obviously Supergirl. Um, but, no, I'm giving it to Zoltar for being the... Because he's always with her, you know? Yeah, he's, well, that was what was cool, is that they kind of play the, the, the boundary of morality with Zoltar a little bit. Like, you think, like, oh, he stole the Omegahedron. This dude's a problem, but then he volunteers... 
to go ahead and go to the Phantom Zone. He's like, you know what? That's it for me. I, I did this. I brought this on. I'm gone, you know? And then uh, later on in the movie, whenever she gets banished to the Phantom Zone via whatever mechanics she's fucking with. She know, how did Selena know? How did what? How yeah. did she what? Like, did she just be like, I just want ultimate evil on this girl? I just want ultimate. How did she? I don't even want to know. I don't want to know because they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They didn't bother. They don't know what the fuck they were trying to do. Uh, the fact that they took what we formerly knew as the Phantom Zone just a floating through space and a, a, a basically a mirror. Mm-hmm. And for it to ultimately change into being an actual realm that we can go to. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then her mirror is just capable of, I guess what the heck is this? The what's the ohedron? The omega hedron. Omega hedron. What's the? It powered the city. That that's it, what powered the powered, city, and without it, that's what doomed city. it. So that's it was what one of it was one of two critical elements. One of two. What was the I other? I can't one? remember. I cannot remember what the other one was. Oh shoot. But without this, the city could not function. It would not. It would not work. So uh, it is just an. It is just pure power, just like pure. Okay. Um, yeah, essentially, uh, I guess. Um, they don't attempt to explain it a whole lot, and the Omega the, yeah, does not no. exist in comic books. There's no. There's nothing that like we can priorly go. Oh. Well, that oh, and I naturally I know what this means because of the comic books. This is the power of no. This is a movie original item that they decided works. However, the fuck it works. Um, it, like, did it choose Selena? You know, or could anyone just be like, could walk up to it and be like, "Hey, yo, do this," and like it would do it? Or I think it, if you had the Omega Hedron, it will do what you wish. Uh, because, you know, Kara does it when she's back on Argon City. She brings the little bug True. to life. Or True. imitates life. Mm. I guess. It cannot it cannot create life, only imitate it. A little Zoltar being this Obi-Wan Kenobi ass attempt. <laughs> uh, no, he's that, cool. No, oh, he's I do, cool. no, and that's the thing is that I do like I do like some of the characters. It's just so poorly written. Yeah. Like it is astonishingly bad. Nigel, that guy sucks. Fucking Nigel. The evil wand thing. It, 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 Nigel is just a man. He's a math teacher that is just also a man, a like a guru, like from Despicable Me, I guess. You know, he, he just is pure evil on the side. And... He's got those. He's got those vibes collects weird evil artifacts or he's apparently just a man who knows things i guess um yeah he's yeah smart, he's just a smart guy i guess um and, and one thing i did like about this movie just because like uh i don't know is that selena's a witch yeah and that's just like is it ma did she already have magic before the omega hedron it sounds like cool because Nigel like is like you'd be nothing without me, you know. Like when I found you, you were reading tarot cards in this fucking like. Yeah. Now look at you. So like, is she combining elements of science in this in this uh in this Wiccan religion? Because like whenever they they introduce us to Selena and her uh her trusty her trusty sidekick. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was her name? Bianca. 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 Mm. Yeah, when they introduce us to Selena and Bianca, she's like a. It would just be cheaper for us to open our own coven. Um, Charge $5 like, admission. $5 admission. And it's like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that that's how covens work. Hmm. Um, yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, so she just, huh. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to, wonder, like, I was wondering, like, how much of it was her witch powers and how much of it was just Omega Hedron. And I'm like, 
did she even have? I, I think it was like, the combination of the two that gave her any sort of power. Like, I think that the spells before she got the Omega Hedron would not have gone the way they do after she gets the Omega Hedron. You know, like, I have a feeling she was pretty down on her luck as a witch prior to possessing the Omega Hedron. She was like, ah, why can't I get these spells right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because hmm. you paid $5 to become a witch. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah, there's just... You know, it's it's honestly better not to question a lot of things. And that's... When you when you stop, when you that's something though, because there's something to be said for the fact that we have watched Batman sixty six, and we have watched Superman three, where it does become easier to suspend belief, because you know Batman sixty six it did exactly what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Superman three tried something, fell a little short. This movie was. Definitely trying. Definitely trying hard. You know, like, it wanted to be a good movie. And it just really, really wasn't. I don't think that we've, like, the closest we've gotten so far is Superman 3. You know, where, but, like, even when it came to Superman 3, I was like, at least I have Richard Pryor. At least I have Christopher Reeve. Did they unironically think the love story, like with Ethan, was good? I don't know that. Like, like, well, yeah. With when it came to Kara, yeah, they definitely thought that shit was gonna hit. Oh no, it was so bad. I was like, this is the dumbest love of all. It's a spell in a girl who literally has no experience whatsoever, and is just gonna be like, yeah, okay, cool, like. Just like, and I'm like, no, like, like, I don't know. Like, it was just so lazy. It was like. It was, it was bad. Like, there's just. They there's just did. They did not care. Put it. Uh, it's just not good. Um, they, they made the attempt and, you know, I can, I can respect that. But boy, oh boy, was it just a bad fucking movie. And like, that's the thing is that like. There, I will stand by what I said at the beginning. Performance-wise, I'll give a little credit to Peter O'Toole for his altar. Yeah. A little bit. The only thing that's good about this movie, and it's not even great, it's just, we're getting there, is Helen Slater <laughs> as as Supergirl, you know? I think she, she truly does hold her own, but again, the writing of the movie holds her back. Like, like, it holds every fucking person in this movie back because it's so fucking like we've had comic booky shit, obviously. But they tried to like I I don't even know what they tried. They went full tilt into the comic book thing. And I think part of the problem is that like I can typically go, you know, yeah, the visual effects over time have aged poorly. There's something about that last thing where they're climbing out of the tor- <laughs> like the the tornado that I find worse than the goddamn Christopher Reeve montage in Superman 2 where he like breaks apart. Yeah, no, no, it's that like double vortex red thing whatever <sighs> that Zoltar falls into. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. yeah I- each. Uh, I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, I like to think about... I fuck it, that's my favorite shot. Zoltar falling in. There you go. Um, it's gotta be. I think it's the only choice. Um, hell, but, the double... What would you... What the heck do you call that thing? The... They called it... They had a, He had a name for it. The quantum something. It was... Like, I swear, we have to go past the quantum vortex. Or I think it might have actually been... Vortex. I think it might have been quantum vortex. I I remember hearing the word quantum. I don't know if it was earlier on, like in the city of Argon, or whether it was at the Phantom Zone there. But I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna go with quantum vortex. Oh, and you know, and, I talked. I talked earlier. Oh, wait, go ahead. I was gonna say, how is the adaptation score gonna work here? 
like if if this is basically just a kind of movie original everything you know the only thing we can really base it off is supergirl's character yeah and even that has altered a lot over the years um because her alternate identity here is linda lee but um, we are we have to are we comparing it to future supergirl adaptations as well it's supergirl stuff up to this point um okay but this is like the first of it you know it, like it didn't have any like it didn't have anything to adapt from yeah the only thing that we would really be going off of is the elements that have existed prior supergirl argon city um and i think i think that's it Wow. Um, wow. It will be, it'll do, it'll do aggressively mediocre. <laughs> aggressively. Aggressively yeah, th- mediocre. This will be, uh, it'll be interesting to see where this shakes out in total. Uh, I, I have a feeling it's going to be, without a doubt, the worst. I, I gotta think. Overall, I, probably. It's gonna come close. It's gonna come close if it's not, definitely. Um, but where where there were things that I didn't like about the movie, there were things I did like. You know, I loved Supergirl's introduction uh, to Earth, like when she touched down for the first time, is like my favorite. Mm. Is like my favorite scene in the movie when it, she went real Snow White. That was really that. sick. Yeah, uh, she she learns she can fly. She crushes the rock and stuff. I loved seeing her fly around and stuff. This part has all my favorite things in the movie. You know, uh, uh my favorite shot comes when she lands by the water and we see like a silhouette of her. Mm. And it was at that point I was like, oh, maybe this maybe this movie's gonna have like a a little bit more of an artful touch or something. Uh and then nah, no, that all went out the window very quickly as well. I loved her like waking up in the woods, like next to a rabbit and being like, Oh, hi. And then mm. she heads she heads she a ball falls near her and they got a league of their own going on over here. Uh with uh the the lady baseball teams. And then she's like, oh, shit, you know what? I'll just go to this school, man. Yeah, what? She knows nothing of Earth, and she takes a look at a few people, and she's like, yeah, I can fully go to this school. That's my, that's my plan. That's well, my I, next I'm step. My best, my, and I love the way they have, like, little commentary on, like, how they teach people in, like, in a society where they're a little bit more intelligent versus mm. uh, Earth. And whenever she he was like listing the uh the uh topics, the uh subjects she was gonna oh, do. And she's yeah. like, all at the same time? Yeah. Uh you know, she's like, I learned sixth dimensional geometry, homie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck you on. Uh and they, they hint at her intellect being enhanced because of her powers and stuff, like uh mm-hmm. I don't know, I had the toughest time with this back home. Uh mm-hmm. now all of a sudden I know. Yeah, things. the one problem that she just blurted out, like two billion five hundred ninety-eight billion. Blah, 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 Everyone blah. starts fucking laughing. I'm like, yeah. oh my god! And the '80s ass antagonists in this movie, man. Uh, the fucking bullies. We oh get. Oh my goodness! The villains and antagonists of this movie: Selena, Nigel, Bianca, Satan, a bulldozer. Two teenage girls who are trying to scald the skin off of girls in the locker room. I forgot about that. That's oh. what I was talking about, bro. Whenever they're in the showers and she like lasers the, the I love that part. I love that part. Um, but like the the fact that like everything that's portrayed in the eighties or in reference to the eighties when it comes to high school bullies. They are literal sociopaths. They are willing to murder. That's, that's actually nuts. Yeah, you're right. That's not that's not like a, a little prank you just play and you're like, no, that's not like, that's, that's like that's hardly bully. Like you cross a line from bully into psycho when you start doing things like this. Whenever she's like a, whenever the one who's like got like any sort of sense is like, a, oh, you should do cold. Then they'll then they'll be freezing. That makes sense. That's a prank. She's like, nah, I'm going to do hot. So what if they get third degree burns? That's psychotic. Now you've crossed over. 
uh, that's not school bullying. And the fact that she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all get, y'all get the hot water. What's up? Uh, I love that shit. <laughs> they run out of, they run out of the locker room. Like, ah, we're going to get you. They don't show up again in the rest of the movie. They don't. That's it. Yeah. No, that, yep. They have, they will not be getting them. Uh, <laughs> I can't but, even but, think of my favorite. I'm trying to think of what my favorite scene was in the whole movie, and I, I don't, I don't know. I honestly can't like. What? What really happened? I mean, like, Selena gets the Omega Hedron. She realizes she has a lot of power. She becomes super powerful. I guess it, she grabs a guy and says, "This needs to be my prince charming." Well, don't I forget that she erects a giant mountain uh, in the middle of the city for for her castle. Instantly teleports him from kissing her to in a bed chained up. That was another oh. one of the moments where I literally out out loud went, "Oh!" Like, and Whoa. how can we forget this incredibly emotional and artful moment where? You know, she's carrying him to safety inside of this football themed Rams versus Patriots football carnival ride. Music is swelling. The background is beautiful. That, you know what? I do want to give this movie something. I truly believe the flying in this movie might look better than any of the Superman movies before it. It was, yeah. It was pretty good. It, it felt like they figured that out. They were like, okay, yeah, we got this. You know, like, uh, I thought I that looked good. She's literally lighter. So that probably helps. Probably does help. Like yeah. the control, but nah, you're, you're right. They got it. They got it down. Like, or I mean, not, I'm not down. Not down. Like, you know, it, like, it's not like Homelander just floating. And yeah, it's not or, Icarus or whatever. and the Eternal. Oh, just... oh, that's honestly, I think. That one shot of Icarus turning around in the forest and flying is the best shot of flying ever. I like. I it's have really yet. Strong. I have yet to watch flight look that smooth. Well, that's anyway. that's, that's another thing that's going to be fun about this project is that we will literally get an evolution of flight mechanics in film. Mm, uh, because I mean, there's flying heroes all over the place, so it'll be fun to come to the conclusions of like, oh. Who does have our favorite flight mechanics? Who has our favorite speedster mechanics? You know, like, like, what are those? What's the best of the best here? Mm. I think that'll be, that'll be fun. But, uh, so far, I do think Supergirl does have the best flight mechanics. I think that was, uh, and you're right. Her being literally lighter definitely does help. Uh, but nevertheless, I love that first scene where she's like, she's like twisting and twirling as she's flying through the air in the woods and i was like oh this is just cute i like this Mm. This is airy and atmospheric it's just uh it's really it's really cute but uh there were a couple things in this movie that have aged just dog shittily yeah Uh, the fact that she does come to the conclusion that her name on earth will be linda lee who better for that to be inspired by than robert e lee uh, oof! General of the Confederacy. Oh, that's right. It was off. Oh, it was based off Robert E. Lee. Oh my God, I just remembered that. Yeah, no, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, how about whenever they're playing in the uh the the sports at 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 uh not recess but gym class, uh, and uh, you know the the bully targets Lucy, and then Linda's like. Man, did you know she was trying to hit you there? And she goes, "Yeah, there are words." Oh yeah, that's. True. I went, "Oh, like I was just like, oh god, it was 1984, and I just like I forgot about that, and it just, boom, punched mm. me right in the stomach. I was like, oh no, wow, yeah, I forgot that. That's just something people used to just, yeah, throw out, out there, ableist ass shit." Mm. Yeah, man, this, ah, I, I, I have been just trying to think through the entire movie. If there's another scene that's even better than her, like just landing on Earth for the first time. 
I don't, I don't think that there is. Like, I'm trying to go with the second best option, even, but I don't know. Like, is I the would ending even? Wager that the second best option is like the very first scene on mm. Argon City. Like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with that because I was in a better state of mind before in that scene because well, I haven't scene seen actually the rest of the Actually, kind of made you hopeful for the movie. Yeah. Like, I was like. Oh, I love this set design. I love I love this character Zoltar. This should be fun. Zoltar's out of the movie for an hour and twenty five, <laughs> hour and thirty minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, that's cool. Uh, you know, and Helen Slater obviously does set a tone. I I do really, really. I I actually do enjoy her as as Supergirl, and uh, I think she just got a bad shake with the uh, with the writing the movie provided. But uh, I would say confidently, she is the most redeeming thing about this movie along with uh and, and secondarily i would say uh, peter o'toole as zoltar but uh the writing was just horrendous like it's just Eesh. yeah I like faye dunaway selena is going to be amongst like the bottom of the list when we get like deeper Eesh. and deeper into this the worst comic book movie antagonists ever like uh Selena's got to be top 5 in that category. Yeah. And, I mean so who, far I can confidently who was the, say in Superman 3, who was the what was that guy's name? The off-brand Lex Luthor? Yeah, it was like uh Alex something. He uh, sucked, but he doesn't deserve to be like He's just forgettable. This yeah, like, is just... memorably bad. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, like that that stands true. for something else than just yeah, being like was... a forgettable yeah, Ross oh, Webster was the uh the corporate asshole and yeah, he and sucked. Superman three. Um oh. Yeah, he was a terrible villain. And I, I will give that to Selena. At least at least she's memorable. Just memorably bad. Um Yeah, it's oh it's, yeah, what a wow. I I don't know. I I do, can it get worse than the are there movies on here that are worse that I, I know of here so i I truly think, yeah, I do think we'll reach lower lows, okay, because there are movies on this list I straight up don't like watching. I at least had a oh, little wait. fun watching this. Morbius is on here. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I've never okay. even seen that. What but... am I talking about? It's one of the great. I mean, it's like only, second to only Scooby Doo. <laughs> Top two, and it's about. not. I mean, it um, is two. But uh, what a shit, man! You got anything else to say about this movie, or should we just roll right into a rating for this bad boy? I think we go ahead and give her a rating. Yeah, I think I'm ready. So, in, uh, our, our our rating system. Let's fucking do it. Uh, we got four categories. You know, we've done it four times now for Batman 66, Superman 78, Superman 2, and Superman 3. But we're going to we're gonna try for Supergirl. Uh, we got four ratings out of ten, and we take the average of those ratings, and it becomes our overall rating for the movie. Uh, our first one is enjoyment. That's completely subjective. Just however you're fucking with the movie, you put that on a scale of one to ten. In fact, I recently made a document for the future guests that we're going to that we're going to have on uh that kind of uh it really really dives in to uh the levels to the 1 through 10 on enjoyment just a just a helpful little guide for you uh we got a we got a genre rating uh that's just how well it fulfills its genre and this was action adventure sci-fi and it will certainly fall somewhere on that scale from 1 to 10 like likely not high uh we've got the adaptation rating which is just how well it was adapted from the comic books that came before it uh and this one like we said earlier not a lot of comic book basis but a little bit mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna go with it we're gonna go where, with it where we can and we wanted that to be separate from our enjoyment and critical ratings because, you know, there are such things as good movies with bad adaptations and bad movies with good adaptations. Those those do exist, and we didn't want to be bogged down by how good of an adaptation it was. So we figured 
We just create a whole separate category for it. And that brings me finally to critical rating. It's all things considered filmmaking wise, the writing, the direction, the acting, uh, the score, um, all things that go into filmmaking. We take the average of those four numbers and it becomes our ultimate rating. And yep, we got a little subjectivity in there with the, with the enjoyment rating, but that's what gives it our flair. So let's begin with that enjoyment rating. If you turn your attention to the document, I tried to map out exactly how I feel and how I go about the 1 through 10 scale. And for that, I will present it to the audience one time only here on the Supergirl podcast. This will never get, this will will Uh. never go over this again. It's just a, you know, for future reference, uh, a one on the 1 to 10 for enjoyment is hate it. We'll never watch it again. Two is strongly dislike. May never watch it again. Three is not for me. Can't see how others might like it. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I don't think it was good, and I don't think anyone else will think so. <laughs> um, four is not for me, but I can see how others might like it. Five is extremely middle of the, middle of the road. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Six is, yeah, that was solid. I'll probably revisit. Seven is, oh, I'm liking this. Eight is, oh, I'm liking this a lot. Nine is, nine is, I'm loving this. And 10 is, this is amongst my favorite movies of all time. I wanted to set that precedent for a 10 in enjoyment for this project. If it's a 10, this is one of your favorite movies ever. That's what you got. That's what you got to be confident in saying. Um, Supergirl is not a 10 no no it's it's, it's far (laughs) from it in fact this is why i wanted to rehash this part of the podcast because i looked at this and i thought maybe i thought maybe four or five was the ceiling thought maybe four or five was the ceiling and then i was like you know i think four is right about where i i might have to lie because it's it's not for me but i can see how others might like it you know, I, I I think there's enough in this movie, and I had fun watching it as I was watching it. But I I will will I watch it again? No, probably not. How you feeling? No, I'd say four is the ceiling. But I think it's also the most fair score. I don't think it drops. I don't think it's in between, like, not seeing how others could like it. I could see how someone can, I don't know, like, if if I'm a little girl, you know, growing up, I'm like eight years old and I see Supergirl. I don't know, I, I feel like I, I see the movie a little differently. So, I mean, oh, it's for like... Sure. For sure, for um, sure. There are elements I can like. There, there, there's something likable about it. There's there's some charming moments. Uh, but... I think, you know, I think four is, four is fair. Um, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not terrible. It's just not average. It's not, it's below average, to be sure. Yeah. Uh, for the genre rating, are we coming to four for enjoyment though? You feel comfortable with that? Yeah. 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 All yeah. Right. All right. I feel comfortable with that too. Uh, for the genre rating, again, a little bit of a scale, but this one was, I didn't know how to break it into 10 separate ways to describe it because frankly, yeah. when we go off genre, <laughs> it's mostly vibes. But for the one I have among the worst movies of its genre ever, like it's got to be one of the worst ever in, in its attempt. Uh, five, <laughs> a five on that one to 10 scale is it didn't quite do what it set out to do. Uh, you know, I, I find that being kind of like the, it got some things right. It got a lot of things wrong. You know, like that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of what a five is. A 10 is this movie knew what it was and absolutely knocked it out of the park. Like knew what it was, did it perfectly. And there's no other way to go about it. This does fall somewhere between that one and a five. Cause I wouldn't say it's among the worst movies ever in action adventure sci-fi. It's not good. Certainly not good. It definitely did not do what it set out to. No, uh, no, I think ceiling here is probably a five, but I, uh, that might be too generous. I was thinking four. Kinda... 
again. Is it might, yeah. I think, yeah. Because, I mean, the general rule of thumb across all these is five is average. I this think is I'd not average. Willing, yeah, no, no, this it's, is not it's, average. It's below average, and I'd argue well below average. Like, I think a a three seven five three five might be fair for this movie. I think I'll be, I think three five because like even the action, like the only good action is like her saving that town. Um, putting out the fire and but oh, that comes and, immediately and, after and the scene it's... where she's, you know, she's doing the, the like. There's the bulldozer t- tearing through the town. Like that's what you're causes right. her to yeah, have. Yeah, you're right. And wow. that's horrendous. Like that's a really bad part of the movie. The yeah. sci-fi elements at the beginning with Argon City are cool, but the mechanics of the Omega Hedron just don't make sense. Uh, the Phantom Zone was cool, but how to get in and how to get out doesn't really make sense. So the sci-fi elements are like. They're there. They did what they they tried something. They just didn't quite get there, you know. Uh, I think yeah, three and a half, three That's, five. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Are you? You seem a little hesitant on it. I yeah, because I mean, like, I'm trying my best to not compare it to Superman three, but I can't help but compare it to Superman three. I do think Superman three is generally a little bit better. Yeah, you know, three five three five three seven five. I don't think I could take it up to a four. That's what I was debating. Is like can I can I take it all the way up to a four? And I don't think I can quite get there. But do you think it deserves the jump from a three five to a three seven five? Yeah, because I do think it falls and I mean three five does fall closer to the one than the other, but I was thinking it falls closer to didn't quite do what it set out to do than it does worst of its genre ever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I yeah, think, three, seven, five, three, five. I'm cool with either of those. I think we'll go with three, seven, five. All right, cool. Cool. All Adaptation right. wise, we've got one that's, uh, very, very movie original heavy. Um, but we're, we're coming off one that was very, very movie original heavy. You know, mm-hmm. Ross Webster, not a comic book villain. Uh, Gus Gorman, not a comic book character. Uh, we kind of had to base it off the merit of how they brought Superman to life. And uh, beyond that, kind of up to you. Uh, low, like uh, the stuff with Lana Lang and stuff last week, like... Kind of based more off there, like the Lucy Lane, the Linda Lee and Super, like how do they bring Supergirl to life for you? Do you feel like they did a pretty good job at resembling the spirit of her? Yes, but like, that's the, like, if I'm framing it in my mind of, of the content that came before this came out, of Supergirl. Like how it actually adapted from the content before. Um, there's not much to go off of. So it's like, yeah, I mean, they like they took a lot of creative liberties with some of the storylines and, and stuff like that. But as far as the character goes, I think it's okay. Um, as far as like Supergirl character of all time, I don't really know. Like I've, I haven't seen the TV series, the newer one at all. Or like a lot of other Supergirl stuff I haven't really even seen. I so get I you. can't really compare. Yeah, to, I would compare say to that, that like uh, this does this does a really this does a solid job. You know, like uh, I think it tries. I don't think it uh, gives her enough credit, intelligence wise. Mm. I think uh, she's a bit smarter and at least a little bit more worldly. Like there are some concepts that she questions in this movie that are just not that far out there. Shouldn't be super hard to pick up on um and she's she struggles uh, yeah i i don't but like we said a lot of non-comic book elements a non-comic book villain it can't do great in the adaptation category i'm thinking i'm again i'm falling somewhere around a four i think that's where around i was it was like with what they had they did well but like it kind of does knock it against them that they 
I don't know. Is it, is it, can you say that it negatively impacts the adaptation score if they chose to just create a bunch of shit on their own? Like, if the stuff they create on their own was good, I'd say it can't help, but it can hurt if yeah. it's bad. Like, if you're gonna create movie original stuff, you gotta, you gotta nail it, or else I'm gonna be like, well, you have other shit you could go off of. Yeah. How the fuck did we come to Selena the Witch? How the fuck did we come to the Omega Hedron? He beats me, man. Hey, man, and I don't mind the Omega Hedron. It's just got to, it's just like the mechanics of it are completely diff- completely out there to understand. It's just like they don't try to explain it at all. Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say a round of four again. Yeah. Um, let me read the adaptation rating mm-hmm. because it's it's more similar to the uh, genre one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only one, five, and ten for the the guidelines. Anything between, kind of based on vibes. A uh, one. Wait, this movie is based on that comic character. Uh, it keeps absolutely nothing from the books, and we can't say that that's true of here. Uh, mm. Five. Some parts felt fitting, others did not. I feel like I again I fall closer to that than I do one. Uh, 10, a perfect maintaining of the spirit of the characters from comics to screen. Um, I fall, some parts felt fitting, others did not, and a bit below that. Uh, because yeah. more things felt not fitting than did. So. 4, 3, 7, 5, 3, 5. You're giving me too many options here. Well, if you just want to mean the, just go with the middle four seven five or three seven five. Yeah, I'm down for that. If you're down for that, I am. Because yeah, it's just kind of the stuff they made up on their own was just bad. Yeah, and man, wow. Let's see critically. I mean, not to mention that they make Jimmy Olsen a pedophile. Wait, what? This man's a grown man. Working on the Daily Planet. Oh my like a 16 god. Year old. No. She, oh, that is like a high school, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no. Wow. Didn't even, didn't even put that together at all. Um, that's cool. It's rough. It's rough. Maybe he's a, Nope. Maybe yep, adaptation that's... deserves even more of a bump. Maybe that makes it a three, three, two, five, three. Because as far as I know, Jimmy Olsen, not a pedophile. All right. Three. 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 Yeah. You know. Three. Yeah. I feel good about that. Uh, and then critically, this is another one where we have a, a, a more one through ten sort of setup for you here. Uh, I've got at one amongst the worst movies ever made. At two, wow, that was terrible. Three, a truly bad movie. Four, had the bones but couldn't get there. Five, it's all right. Six, an above average movie. Seven, a good movie. Eight, a really good movie. Nine, a great movie. And ten, amongst the greatest movies ever made. Now, where I fall is around around a three. I don't think I can comfortably go higher than a three two five. And I don't think I can go lower than a two seven five, you know? Yeah. I I was around a three because I mean it's pretty bad. It's a true. It's a truly bad movie. There's no question about that. Like it's just a matter it, of did it even really have the bones? It, it did it, you know, with Selena and like it, I don't know if it did. I don't know that it had the bones either. The fact that like they take the most compelling elements of the movie, the beginning with Argon City, and then go, "Yep, never going to come back to that." Uh, like, 
I guess it like it had the bones, but there was no order to it whatsoever. Skeletal it's like was it's not just it, yeah, it's like it's they're just scattered everywhere in places that don't make sense. Yeah, no, it's a three. Three, four, four. A thirty-four percent. Uh, we are harsher than IMDb. <gasps> IMDb has this movie at a four point four. Rotten Tomato. Let's see. I don't wait. What did IMDb have it at? Four point four. Wow. Okay. We got. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I'll start with the audience score because it's better at a 26%. Ah, man. Um, the critical review, granted, granted, it only comes from 36 reviews, but it is 8%. Oof. Oof. Um, yeah. The, the 4.4 4 does come from over 20,000 reviews. 22,335. The, the 26 comes from 25,000. Uh, so like a 2.5 out of 5, uh, for, okay. that feels, for there, that for the audience score. Fair um, to, to assess. But um, the, uh, yeah, that, that's not a lot of critics, really. Uh, out of the top critics that to Rotten Tomatoes deems top critics, uh, seven of them have reviewed this movie. And they've given it a 29%. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're nicer than Rotten Tomatoes. Worse off than IMDb. I think that might be the first time that's happened so far. Uh, wow. And by like a lot in both directions. Mm-hmm. Like 10% uh, meaner than IMDb and 10 to 30% <laughs> harsher or nicer than uh than Rotten Tomatoes. That's a that's a rarity. Oof. It but took a movie great. like this to do it though, you know? Oh yeah, Thanks. yeah. I like it. I like doing it. Uh thirty four percent. That was a rough one. And uh thirty four percent. Three point four out of ten for Supergirl. It's quite the film. That's quite the film. I think we might have been kinder to space balls. <gasps> Let's uh, see. Baseballs. Where are you? There you are. We gave it a one out of five critically. So that'd be a two, which so we were nicer to Supergirl. 2.4 in enjoyment. Um, so I mean around a 4.8. We gave what this uh, 3.75 or no, a four or a three. What did we give this in enjoyment? Um, A 3.75, I think. Okay, so still nicer to nicer to space falls, and then genre we gave it a six two. Wait, did it tie overall four three three? And it appears that the three four four three four 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 three three. Okay, that guy. I I was tripping up there for a second. Got you. Yes, but we were nicer to Spaceballs. Spaceballs is a 4-3-3 Good while Supergirl. Why you are better off, if you're going to make a bad movie, steer into that shit. Yeah, know that you're bad. Yeah. This movie just didn't seem to have that air to it. It felt like they were trying hard. Um, and it was it was failing miserably. So a 34% for Supergirl, a 3.4 out of 10. I'm glad we're putting this one behind us. Not going to lie. We're only headed towards greatness as our comic book journey through film continues next week with our first Marvel edition in Howard the Duck. Uh, Very, very excited. It will be our first of many on this journey with, uh, with a guest host. We are going to have a special guest next week. And for many, for many of the weeks that follow, very excited about that. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll save I'll save who the guest is next week for when, <laughs> when you get there, because that, that shit's going to be fun. But uh, no one, no one famous or anything special, special to me. Um, uh, but uh, 
Yeah, not like not like. Oh, we're gonna have fucking Seth Green, the voice of <laughs> modern Howard the Duck, on. No, like I don't want to. Oh, I'm gonna tease it. No, like I don't. No, like love love the man, but mm. yeah, uh, not famous. <laughs> but yeah, so very excited for all the guest spots coming up. We got so many great ones, and uh, it's just gonna be so much fun to to continue this journey through comic book film. We're gonna. Push four through February with Howard the Duck next week, Superman four a couple weeks after that, and then we are going to wrap up February the week after that with Batman eighty nine. So uh, February is going to be a fun month, uh, ranging from Supergirl to Batman. So we got a lot of goodies. We got a lot of goodies. Uh, if you would head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including a bunch of comic book poll lists, book reviews, and the like. Uh, every modernly released comic book movie or show, we're talking about it there. We are saving it for the main show once we get to it in this project. So I think the next one due up, I know we got Across the Spider-Verse coming up later this year. Um, like we uh, will not like talk about that like black panther well we might be able to get away with that since that technically comes out before this project starts oh um, we can use that yes we can we can uh but i would i would like to talk about that oh of course of course <laughs> but yeah uh anything that comes out in 2023 in 2024 and in 2025 uh, we are going to hold off on until we reach it in 2025. Um, Damn. Yeah, so yeah. we've got a we've got a long plan ahead of us, but we plan on riding this bad boy out. I so, guess uh, all we have left is Werewolf by Night. If we want to talk about it, that already came out um a couple of days ago. I was going to save that for the project. Yeah. Um, Black Adam coming out, which I think Dwayne T. Superman is coming yeah, in did. it. Did, which is did. kind of cool. So we Agent can talk about podcast a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about Black Adam or Black Panther. We record Black a really Black far Black. time in advance, <laughs> listener. This is it's it's presently I know this isn't going out till February, but it's October twelfth today as we The whole world record. could be so different. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Hopefully this is getting put out. <laughs> Hopefully the internet is still up. And Hopefully that's a thing still. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Uh, and what's yeah. crazy is like, I don't know. I'm only like mostly kidding when I say that. You know, like who knows? I don't fucking know. Uh, uh but uh, yeah. So if that said, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about a comic book movie in in the future for 2023, 2024, or 25, where you'll find that discussion is Patreon. We're not going to just not talk about it, okay? We're still fucking nerds. We're going to gush about it. We're just going to charge you to listen to it. Um, that's three bucks a month, patreon.com slash pennybloompod. Uh, and then if you would, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review and come back next week for Howard the Duck. I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And what's a dingleberry? <laughs> <laughs>